Greg. Mike. Two bandits. Watching. Louie. This episode is called Drug Island with Kurt Brunner. What up, party people, and welcome there he is. to episode 62, 62 of Two Bandits Watching Bluey. I'm your good pal, Greg Painter. I can see him right there. Usually and, he lies about it, but today he's still right there. And with me, he doesn't care whether or not I'm a rug island. Oh. His name is... I go by Mike Martin. Mike, how are you doing today, buddy? I am doing quite well today, actually. I can't lie to you. It's gorgeous out here, nice and gray in Syracuse. How are you, Greg? I'm, it's not quite nice in anything in Syracuse. It's snowy and sad <laughs> and depressing. Uh, but what's not depressing is we've got an interesting, fun episode Whew. and an even more interesting and fun guest for us. So let's, without further ado... Goodness golly. He's a comedian, actor, writer. You may know him from his work on Bob's Burgers, The Good Place, Gravity Falls, which holds a near and dear place in my and my daughter's heart. I'll tell you that right now. His podcast, Bananas, or his new comedy special, Perfectly Stupid... The great Kurt Bronneler. Kurt, thank you so much for joining us today. He's breaking a sweat. Hello. How are you guys? <laughs> we are Fantastic. wonderful. Super pumped that you're here, sir. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much, guys. I love Bluey. I'm excited to talk about Bluey. What a treat to talk about Bluey. Nobody wants to talk about Bluey with me other oh, than well, my daughter worry. and my wife. You found two pals to do that with you right here. <laughs> You're stuck with us. So we're, we're talking some Rug Island today, but before we get into Rug Island, I want to know what's kind of your, your Bluey origin story. What 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 or who introduced you to the show? Uh, what you got into it? And do you have like any, I, I know Rug Island might not have been the first option you had on the list. We, we, we had to narrow through, but do you have like a favorite episode outside of Rug Island or just a, like I said, your, your Bluey origin story? Um, yeah, my favorite episode is definitely um, Bedtime, which is the space one, because um, it's just the most, I feel like, lyrical of the of the Bluey episodes. Um, but I have like, I don't I don't think that there that what's fascinating about Bluey is I don't and I've watched every episode of Bluey, all 150 episodes. I've watched them each. I don't know, eight times, 10 times. Um and I it's don't like a think, white noise machine after a while. It's just on and constantly it's just playing. On. And then you just like sit house. down and you're like, that was good. Like you watch like half of one. You're like, Jesus, it's so good. <laughs> um, but what's fascinating is, is there's not a bad episode, which is crazy because there's 50 episodes a season. It is so difficult to do that. It's so <clears throat> difficult to do that. Like I'm just shocked from a writing perspective. It is mind blowing that Joe Brum and whoever is on his team of writers, because um, he's credited for every episode, but sure. he must have a, a room, a big room, or like or maybe a small room. I don't know, but like it's just amazing. It's just I, I'm blown away every time I watch, and also how yeah. how uh, heartfelt and emotional each every single episode is in seven minutes. In seven minutes. Now, now did you discover this like wandering in the room while your kids were watching it? Or do you have somebody who like turned you on to Bluey? That is a great question. It started. Thank you. I think it was just when it like popped up on, um, I guess it was first on, no, it was, I guess it was first on Disney, right? That's when it was, maybe it was on Amazon first before it went to Disney. Wherever it was, it just kind of like popped up on like the child version of one of the streaming services. Mm. And 
uh, we're like, oh, what's this? And then just like watch one episode. We're like, and and I remember the first episode was actually was um, Keepy Uppy that we watched. And I think maybe my maybe my daughter had watched the first episode um, before that. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of like came into the room during Keepy Uppy. But um, but immediately it's just so enjoyable. Keepy Uppy is a great episode. And then they leave the room and you're still watching it for about 20 more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> 20 so if you're lucky. I agree. Well, uh, let's hop into the episode. Before we start talking about our Rug Island feels. Uh-oh, Greg. Let's see what our pals at Wiki Bluey have to say about Rug Island. Greg? Yeah? What's a Rug Island? On Bingo and Bluey's Rug Island, a pack of felt pens can be anything. Bananas, campfires, and even a snake. But Dad Sorry. will need to embrace his inner kid if he wants to make it home. That makes it sound way more dramatic. This almost sounds like Shutter Island, not Rug Island with like that intro. Like they kidnapped him? There's snakes and fire, and will he make it home? <laughs> That's some intense stuff. I don't know. He kind of he kind of agrees to stick around. Like he drinks the Kool Aid enough, I think. I I have some feels and some thoughts on that that we will definitely get to eventually on Dad's role today. But we're not here for me. We're here for you today, Curtis. What What was your kind of? <laughs> I'll give you the opening volley. What was your thoughts on this episode? Your initial feels. On how how Rug Island progresses, the uh, again with uh, this is a thing that I do ha- that I felt many times watching Bluey, and I think Rug Island is a very good example of it. And you know, stating uh, I- I've already stated my love for Bluey. Every episode I think is perfect, but <laughs> there is a thing that I think Bluey, if there is a criticism of Bluey, is that oftentimes I'm unsure what the the author is saying. Do you know what I mean? Like in this place, like when the ball gets hit over mm. and 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 the father has to essentially reject <clears throat> reality in order to support a child's imagination, it's always just like, but is that good parenting? Do you they know what I do? mean? We are oh. we are on the we, we will uh, we will get into a deep dive in that. But I I've got some <laughs> bandit feels for for a show named after bandit. I've got me some bandit feels in this episode. It's yeah. tricky, man. It's tricky in this episode, and it's it's funny because you said the same thing that it's hard to find like a bad episode because we do a thing where we rank the episodes and we have to like nitpick the most ridiculous yeah. reason why it's like oh I like this one more and. When I was looking up a little bit more extra research for this episode, that's the one big caveat is people are like, bad parenting, Bandit. <laughs> like, full on, like, of all times, he's usually the one in the top tier to hang out with. And in this episode, everyone's like, you're really not going to give him his ball back, man? That's <laughs> Well, well, and, and let's back up a little bit before that even, too. We, we, we kick things off. We're eating our bone cereal. Which sure. Every now and then, those little things like, remember, they're dogs. We're eating yeah. bone cereal. We've got our milk bones. The here. only it's time great. that I'm, made, I'm really reminded that they're dogs <laughs> is um, there's one episode where Chili is doing yoga and she's down on all fours, and I'm like, "That's that's where a dog stands." <laughs> they did it. And I was like, "But she's doing yoga, but that's the way a dog actually stands." <laughs> it's like this is so upsetting to see Chili in this position. <laughs> Shouldn't be like this. We, we just uh, just last week finished Bingo, and at, at one point in that, Bingo chases after the the mailman, the postie, and barks at him. And it's like, "Oh, that's right, because dogs." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we we kick it off here. Bluey's sad, or excuse me, Bingo's sad, and Bluey's mad because dad can't play. I've got to work. It's the way things work for grown-ups. But if, if we watch this episode, we start, and it's kind of a little dark out. It's morning. Mm-hmm. Then we're a little the break of dawn, 
and then the sun's right up in the sky. When's that work happening, Bandit? He's oh, yeah. easily halfway through the day. He missed morning meeting. That's actually great. That actually makes a lot more sense to me. Because it is in the episode, it's jarring that he's like, I got to go to work. And then the next scene, he washes up he's on the on island. The so it makes sense if there's a big time jump. Like he went to work, he worked for like three hours and then saw the kids outside and was like, now I'm going to go play with them. Like that makes I sense. Know, but it doesn't. I think to, to me, he's, he's truant. He is not at work. He is not digging up those bones somewhere in Australia. He He's playing hooky. Because when it starts, it's like, oh, like first time watching this, like, oh, this one's going to kind of hit on the fact that sometimes parents do have to work. And what are the kids going to do for fun? That's what I was excited. No. Right. That was like finally what because like that's like so much of Bluey is about like this is what modeling good parenting. Sure. And 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 this was like, oh, great. I'm going to find out what I can do in a way, a positive, like fun, <laughs> imaginative way, I, what I can do when I do actually have to work. Because like, it the says, fucking no! reality of having children is that you have to work to support them. And like, and then you're like, nope, you're not gonna see that. You're just gonna see how to like, just always bend to the will of the child. It's perfect. <laughs> it's one of those, like, kids come in here, we're gonna learn a lesson about why dad has to go to work. Nope, nope, go away, go away, don't watch this one. <laughs> but, we, oh. but then we take, a, we take a hard turn to, we have felt pens, Hooray, mm-hmm. Rug Island. I don't... Going into the... Hey, Kurt, do you know what a felt pen is? Because I don't know if I've ever heard of a felt pen outside... Oh. I might just be dumb. And if I am, you can let me know. It's okay. They're, 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 they're felt tip markers. They're just like a, they're just like erase mark, easy erase markers. But then why, do they, why do they... they st- you stack, you can stack media, them on top of each other. Like a, the bottom is made to pop into. Hold on, I guess I'm... So what you're saying is I am dumb. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> boys. <laughs> You said it. We didn't, Greg. Come on, man. <laughs> but Look, um, felt oh, oh, my mic's got pulled up on the screen. Yeah, here. That's right. Forty bucks for sixty of them on Amazon. That's a heck of a deal. Shout out to felt pens <laughs> oh, on Amazon. Oh, that's why. I didn't realize that. Wow, that's a lot. I do not want to get that for my child. Also, that's a <laughs> fucking insane thing to just hand to a child. Here's sixty things you can write on plates with. And just well, go ham. If we're talking buck wild, again, this is not a great one for a parent. Talking buck wild sure. episodes. I'm yeah. not sure about you either, you gents. I am not saying, hey, kids, why don't you take the playroom rug, all of our plants, and then so I have no idea what's under that rug to make it <laughs> island lump. But take all that house inside stuff, bring it in the backyard to get all dirty and possibly rained on. Just a whole poop, bunch of wet whatever. mulch underneath it. Just go ham. <laughs> I'm not, not that fun. This is how to be a good parent, Greg. We're learning. <laughs> Are, are you are you chaos mode? Do you let the kids go chaos mode like that? Or are you more, let's have structured, clean fun? Because <laughs> I'm the dad who doesn't let cushions come off couches. I would love for structured, clean fun. It's impossible. It is impossible. So it's just like they are always in chaos mode, and I'm always just like, guys, can we please? Jesus Christ. Um, that is the, like, the, the <laughs> because I think this episode stands out in the fact that so many of the episodes are so good good at this is what you should do as a parent do you know what i mean and because we've been trained by to see like just bluey knows but like the the show bluey knows better than any parenting book i've ever read so that we're trained to say like okay well i'm gonna like look at this as instruction and you have to remember no it's a it's a kid's show 
It's not it's not there to instruct you on how to be a parent, although it does very well very often. It does often. very well. Maybe like that whole writer's room, they're sitting there, and then one day they're just like, they, they let's see how far way. we can push Bandit in this one. It's <laughs> way too much to parent their kids for them. Let's give them a little taste of their own medicine here. <laughs> also, my, <laughs> I have like a secret desire that Joe Brum was actually a terrible dad. <laughs> and, and like his his children don't speak to him anymore. Like they're estranged. And like this was his way of like trying to like redo it the right way. Because otherwise you just think of him as like this perfect dad and you're like, oh, all right, I get it, Joe. <laughs> we'll get there one day. <laughs> oh. Making a But to imagine it, but to imagine it as him having estranged children and writing it as like a redemption story for himself is very funny. But I, and I oh really, gosh. I really think too that the writers and the creators of Bluey do pay attention to what like fans say about stuff. Like with a, like Wendy, for example, season one and two, everybody hates Wendy. Wendy's the worst. She's a really? crap neighbor. And then season three, she gets her redemption arc. She's taking oh, the kids right. to ice cream. She's letting judo play in the mud. She's doing all the good stuff. So right, right, I think right. they listen to the reactions people have. And in this case, you think they're perfect. Let's let's throw this one at them and see how you feel about them after this episode. <laughs> Do you have any sense that the anybody from the show has ever listened to this podcast? Um, I'm certainly uh, uh, Joe was on one episode. Joe Brown was on an episode with us. Um, we've had some Whoa. contacts with some other folks from the show. Wow. Uh, hopefully he doesn't listen to this one where you said he's a bad dad. And, <laughs> you know. No, I want him. I want him to hear that. I want him to hear that. That's my that's my fanfic idea of him. Now, whether or not they've listened is up to the mystery of the universe. But yeah. they took they tolerated us for thirty minutes. So you know what? <laughs> Put it in the books. But um, I'm I'm happy we get we get to the felt pens again. Pens pens and kids, especially a four or five year old, is a scary thing to me. But they're not using them as pens. Where again. They're, they're fish, they're spears, they're building structures. The creativity level of these kids in most episodes is big, but I think this one takes it to another level because they're just, they're going to for it. And, and Chili's totally, like, yeah. so confused as to like, Rug Island? And they're like, yeah, dude, this is obvious. <laughs> Tonally, this is a beautiful episode too. You know, like it really does get to this like idyllic, beautiful idea of, Rug, what Rug Island is, you know, mm -hmm. you want to go to Rug Island, and it is gorgeous. And it, of course, as is everything with Bluey, it does become a metaphor for childhood itself in some exactly. way. Yeah, um, which I think is what we all love about Bluey is that it always kind of brings it back to like remind you that like that this is a short period of time that only exists in this place in space and time, um, and like appreciate it while it's here. And so like that, of course, we get that part right, and that's mm. awesome. And that's really what the the ending, like, drives home at the end. It's like, what right. did what did she give you? Everything, because it could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, the ending, man. Again, walking watching through this episode today, I was like, ah, I felt like I liked this episode, and I'm like five and a half minutes in, and I'm, I'm like, this isn't the best. And then we get to the very end, it's like, oh, that's right. And then you almost cry. The feels the tears. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> 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 And it's the, it's the fact that Bingo sits there when he's like, you can come with me at the end. And she's like, nah, dude, I'm still a kid. This is where I belong. Still yeah. a kid. You're not, you're not going to, you're not going to adult me that quickly. What are your biggest, what are your biggest cries? Sorry to add, What are your biggest cries from episodes? Oh, gosh. Do you, do I, can you remember your top three cries from episodes? That's heavy, man. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a sec. I think some of my, my biggest cries, um, the end of granddad's. 
where uh-huh. I that feel, was, you I, know. My buddies mentioned that one. It was so long ago. No, this was just yesterday. That one just broke me. Um, yeah. Oddly, oddly um, on um, Daddy Drop-Off at the end where Bingo and Leela are talking, we're going to be friends forever and ever and ever. And you get that uh-huh. like age progression. And it just like adds. Any as age dad, progression. Like, any age progression. Yeah. <laughs> it's boom. not fair. Yeah. I was thinking the it's one like, that I that I want I can say is the age progression at the end of camping, mm-hmm. where the tree grows and then she meets his her French friend when they're like teenagers. Yeah, you just gave me chills now, Curdy B. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, tough guy. What, what are your some? Well, I mean, Sleepy Time, of course. You can't watch Sleepy Time and not just walk away oh, with just a, a, a puddle of sadness. Other ones would be like army and baby race gets me it's does everyone agree that sleepy time is one of the best episodes is it just me or is it like is it we, universal we can't, we can't play our card too early we're, we're about about three months off from the best of season two bracket so come on back <laughs> in three months and you'll get it unfiltered but i have a feeling it's gonna make it a ways in there it okay. hurts man what one uh season one bracket uh season one camping it did win oh it, it That's did right. boom there yeah. it goes yeah i think it was, it up was camping takeaway? and calypso oh it's calypso yeah that that's right uh-huh Oh, Calypso of course, it, so I mean, good. it's it's just not fair. Like, it's just a it's a it's a top tier episode that it's the whole. Hey, what's one episode of Blue I should watch? And you're going to hear that being at least the top three. All yeah. The time. Oh, for sure. For it's sure. Great. You can't. But so is Rogue Island. Dang it. But back to Rogue Island. Segway King like Martin over there. <laughs> we get the bandit on. I love the difference between the kids. Because, again, earlier in the episode, Bingo was heartbroken that dad couldn't play. Blue was just mad. And skeptical the whole so, time. So we get banned on the island. Bingo's all excited. Oh, we have a, a grown-ups here. Great, let's eat him. Bluey <laughs> is like, I'm done. Dad doesn't want to play with us. going to burn this dad to the ground. Literally trying to catch him on fire with felt fire later on. <laughs> Has your kid ever, like, full-on bit you? Because Bluey, like, took a chunk. Well, my kids real. are not dogs, so I have well, not had. <laughs> they're also kids, though. Like, I, I, I think I hit, he hit about two was the high, highest age he was when he bit me. Like, full-on I could see teeth, but since then, no chompers. Maybe, so maybe a little, little, but not that size. Because Bluey's a solid like six years old right now, putting fangs yeah. into the booty. Maybe it's a rever- Maybe a reversion happens on Rug Island because it is childhood <laughs> itself. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Cut your 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 feral feral roots. But yeah, we're we're, we're hanging out on Rug Island. We, we're montage mode here again. Bingo trying to be nice. You know, here's a spear. Here's a banana. No, that's a snake. <laughs> Again, Bluey is not not ready to play, and, and I'm I'm sorry. Um, how how many little ones? If you're comfortable, uh, one, two, two, seven, two, two, uh, around this size, five and three, five and a half five and three. three, yeah. So that they are they they are quickly approaching their bingo Bluey years. Yes, they are. She, yeah, yeah. She'll be six in March. Yeah, right right around. We've uh, Mike's a solo. I've got two that have just exited their Bluey years. We're we're up to eight and five now. Oh, okay. So, but uh, one, one thing that's neat with this episode I like, I'm not sure if you caught this or either of you caught this. Oh. We've got a couple callbacks to some uh, season, talking season one earlier. We've got the callback a little bit before uh, what we're talking about right now. we got the Pippies doing wee-wees uh-huh. while uh, Bingo is catching and calling back to the beach. <laughs> and then we've got near the end, everybody's having their big feast. Oh, and don't forget the salads. Oh, yes, the salads Ooh. from barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I like those little... Nobody mentions the salads. I like these little things. Again, a seven-minute show for kids, air quotes. That's not for the kids. In the, that's for the parents watching along. That's for the... <laughs> so, just just making getting the consensus in the room right now. You're giving Lucky's dad his ball back, right? I feel like you're giving Lucky's dad his ball back. But also, yeah, like, dude. Lucky said, that's the thing. It's like, 
Lucky, Lucky's dad, especially in many episodes, functions in this way of being a uh, a reminder of the reality that is actually happening outside their play world, but then also being okay with when he's like brought into it and he yeah. accepts it. Like Every he time. runs away he, screaming um, because yes, it's like, hard, right? Yeah, like he plays, he commits hard. And it, that's the whole thing about it where it's like there's this very unclear uh, when are we accepting imagination and when are we accepting reality. There Correct. is almost like well, no accepting of reality, unless, except for some episodes that are all about accepting reality. Like we have to wait or like you have to leave the house. That's right. Well, here's here's the reality of it, though. Gents. You're forgetting the very important part. That giant chocolate football landed in Bandit's groin. <laughs> Five seconds before. I don't know if I want to be playing nice with Lucky's dad after that moment. Like, I want to give you a little crap before you get in this ball bat. Cause... So we're next door neighbors. My ball goes flying over and just bops you if in it, your... If it lands on the floor next to me, oh, here you go, bud. <laughs> if it just hits me right in the godads, no go thanks. <laughs> Game over. Take my ball and go home. Look at me. Look at me. This is my ball now. Great. <laughs> Well, now, my, the thing that concerns me about if I was Lucky's dad is I go running back in, screaming for my wife, slam the door. You look out the window, and they hold up this egg, <clears> and they just say, let's lick it. So you look out the window, <laughs> and you've got the healers just, wow, 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 this ball. I'm going to be like, I'm going to grab another ball, Lucky. We're going we're gonna to play something well, else. Right again, now. that's who I feel bad for in all of this. Poor Lucky. Lucky. Gets yeah. the short end of the stick all of the time when it comes to the healers. His fun is lost so they can have more fun. Be it in Keepy Uppy, which we talked about earlier. Be it here. Lucky's always just looking over at the fence, seeing how much fun the Healer Clan's having. Because I think Lucky's like at least one year older than Bluey because they're not in the same class. Maybe Lucky was a little bit of a jerk or like needed a lot of attention when he was a kid. And Bandit had to be the Lucky's dad in that situation. Uh, maybe it's a, maybe they've got this balance. But a little it's also bro balance. It's also interesting that Lucky's dad is the focus of... One episode that is like a, a little, the only episode that's like a little political, which is the uh, the, the that rap that rap game, which I guess Pass is a, parcel. A, a, an Australian yes. game that we have no idea what it is. <laughs> but it's like that's the first time where it's just very much like millennials are bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the '80s, Pat. Yeah, we don't. Not everybody gets a pre, a prize. <laughs> it's like it's the first time that there's like a little politicalness too. It is very interesting because Pat is always the yes and happy go lucky up to that point, and then just bam. That's when he sticks to his guns. Party games. No participation <laughs> trophies. <laughs> but but like we, we get the we get the triple egg lick. Everybody's happy. We get more oh, montages. And also, again, in the in the lick is when we are also reminded that they're dogs because their tongues are so very long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Again, the sun sun is now high in the sky. and Because here's what makes me think he's got to get going to work. Because Chili comes out with his bag. Yep. It's like, Bandit, uh, we got bills to pay. <laughs> Ahoy right. there. Get out and go to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, so maybe that's can, what it is. Okay, so this just was like maybe 15 minutes before he left. That's that a lot playing. happening yeah. in 15 I, minutes. So, so let's, let's, uh, let's dig in on you here, Kurt. We see a lot of things like Rug Island. That's clearly some sort of base, a rug, felt pens, tons, tons of plants. That's just not kids doing it. We see like shops and neighbors where they have whole towns they build. Are you more of a step back and let your kids figure it out? Are you in Ooh. there kind of building the environments with them when they get into their crazy play? I know we're, you're a little bit younger, but I think you at least your five-year-old's got to be getting to that uh, 
crazy spontaneous play mode. It, she is, and um, it's 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 a difficult balance, you know. Like I'll set up a fort for them, and then she'll have an idea about it. And if I come and like help it structurally, like stay up, it's like what's it? Don't touch! Like it's just a flip out. So it's just like all right, I'll like back off. But then it, she's just recently got into Legos, but. It's, you know, some of these Legos, everything is so little and like you have to like clip it in in like this very specific way. So then I have to sit there and like help every single step, you know, because she can't do it yet. Um, but, but that'll probably to. be like six months. Yeah, but she wants to, you know. Yeah, that's that. That's the very interesting. My, my daughter got a ton of Legos this Christmas. And I just remember just a, just a few days ago, even I she was like, I want to put the set together. It's like, OK, well, let me finish this up and I'll come and help you out with it. And it was like a half hour doing some other work. Come back down. She has it like half done already by herself again. Oh, that's just amazing. Eight and it's like, oh, wow, I am obsolete now. You millennials like are way, way too used <laughs> to just having a big bag of Legos. These new Legos, they're very specific about what you have to build. Oh, these new, okay, Pat, these new Legos nowadays. Yeah, no, it is very <laughs> weird. Like, there's all these, like, hyper-specific pieces that l can be used for this and for nothing else. Correct. Yeah. You don't have yeah. that big bin that you can just walk, because in my head, I was a five-year-old. It's just like, my house is red, yellow, orange, white, and pink. This yeah, is great. That's it. <laughs> now it's like the Taj Mahal for five-year-olds. I'm like, dang. <laughs> so we're bringing this one home. Oh. We have the heart melt moment. Bandit leaves. Even even Bluey has softened at this point. Just excited that Dad took those extra few minutes. And I guess I guess that might be the lesson that they're trying to teach us here. Life can be hard when you're an adult. There's a lot of things, a lot of commitments. But sometimes, like you said, Kurt, that five ten extra minutes might mean the world to your kids. If yeah, that is that is actually, I think that's great. Then I I will walk away with that and be happy about that. Still, go. I'm giving the ball back. I'm still saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say you never answered. <laughs> Tears all over. What she yeah. give you? Everything. I just and that's another thing too. We talk a lot about like what we call it 4D bingo, like in that um weekend where she sees the leaf bug and you see that full front on version yes. of bingo. And they do yes. that a few other places too. This kind of has that animation feel of just it's just a pen, but they put so much into that one shot. To show yeah, how important this is to everybody. The animation is really gorgeous, too. Yeah. I want, does Joe Brum draw it? Does it? Are they based on his drawings, or is someone based on someone else's? Costa Kassab, I believe, is um, the lead uh, artist, but they have a, a bunch okay. of other people. I believe Jazz, Dar Jazz Darcy's either music or art. I'm trying to wrap my yeah. You're sitting over there looking at me, making me do all the heavy listening here. Like, <laughs> how dare you? But they, they have a great... Moral support. They have a great full team. A lot of folks on Twitter... Uh, who uh, follow us and just kind of post some of their other artwork too uh, that they do. Uh, just it's a very talented, not just for this media, but they have some very like anime intensive hardcore stuff that the, some of these other guys draw too. I was like, wow, that's the same person. It's it's really cool. <laughs> well, that sounds out perfectly because Kurt, any closing thoughts before we get to the final three questions? Ooh. Um, my closing thoughts are it's a beautiful episode. Um. It does give you the feels at the end. I wish they would address more <laughs> realistic dealings with reality because that's what I want to know. Because, but also like the the standard that I'm holding Bluey to is that you not only should entertain me and also make me cry, but also give me realistic tips on how to parent, <laughs> which is which is too much to ask for seven minutes. So I should back off my criticism and Bluey's just enjoy it. Bluey is Kurt's annoying. dear Abby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need the final answer. 
Well, fantastic. With that, then, we're just down to three final questions, and I'll start it off with, hey, Kurt, Yeah. what was your favorite thing in this episode? Um, at the ending. Favorite thing is the ending. What she give you? Everything. That's good. Hey, Mike? Yeah? What was your favorite thing? My favorite thing was, I want to go for the obvious, but I'm not going to do the groin shot. I'm going to be a grown man. I'm not living on Rock Island right now. Um, it's very mature. It was the hypothetical situation of Pat looking out his window and seeing all three healers just mowing down on that chocolate egg <laughs> in my head. It's just like just a side scene of him going, oh, no, no, no. That egg's theirs now. <laughs> Greg? Yeah? What was your favorite thing of the episode? Oh, you know it was football to the groin. <laughs> this contest is over. Give that man his $10,000. Anytime I can do a Simpsons callback reference, I'm going to do it. Love you, Hans Moe, man. Love you every day. <laughs> Moving it on, then. Moving it on. Kurt, who's your favorite character of the episode? Favorite character in the episode. Um, you know what? I'm going to, as a, <laughs> as someone who is often cast as a guest star where I come in and have very little lines, I'm going to give it up for Chili in this episode. Who <laughs> just, who, you know what? She's, maybe she's not doing the heavy lifting, but I still want to appreciate her. She comes in at the end and she's, she just ends the episode with three lines. <laughs> Nailed it. So I'm giving Chili the under five award for this episode. Greg, we, we are asking. Oh, same? We are on the same page. I, Chili introduces the felt pens into the situation. Chili makes sure Bandit gets to work and owning that do-re-mi. I'm giving some Chili some love. Um, you got to go with Chili. Whenever you can, you got to go with Chili. Hey, Mike. Okay. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? I like Bingo a lot in this episode, personally. Yep. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know it's one of the lower-hanging fruits, but sometimes it's the juiciest. Cute and... Bingo. <laughs> you, you can't go wrong with cute Bingo, ever. And, she's, and she is the she is a... She's living on Rogue Island right now. That's 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 her home. She's she's yeah. not surfing off to adulthood. This is where she lives. This is childhood, and she's not gonna. She she acknowledged that he's an, he's an adult. I can't do that though. I'm gonna keep kidding. Boom. So bingo. I have to. Sorry, Kurt. Last. Yeah. How do you rank this episode? I rank it with um, fifteen white chocolate eggs. Wonderful. Ooh. I like that. Mike, how do you rank Rug Island? Well, I get to do the cheesy thing this time. You usually do the cheesy thing, but I personally am going to rank this one one Rug Island style banana attack that they attacked Lucky's dad with. Nice. Greg, how in the world are you going to rank this episode today of Bluey Rug Island? This episode mm -hmm. is everything. Oh, Hey. Thank you again, five-year-old. Our special guest. We want to give you a give you a minute here. Shout out any plugs, anything you want to uh, talk about, real quick. I uh, you can go watch my new special, Perfectly Stupid, on uh, YouTube for free right now. Uh, you can go to perfectlystupid.com and see all your options. You can watch it on Amazon as well, Google Play, all that stuff. And then uh, yeah, listen to my podcast, Bananas. It's all strange news uh, that inspires personal storytelling. Highly encourage it. One of the most positive podcasts you could ever listen to. Curdy and Scotty bring the funny for laughs and laughs for years. It's fantastic. Big fan. Thank you. I right, thank you again. Real quick uh, from us, uh, linktr.ee slash watching Bluey, Patreon, merch, socials, all that good stuff. Our P.O. Box, P.O. Box 2372, Syracuse, New York, 13220. Thank you to a couple folks who reached out. Uh, thank you to Kim P and Tom B for explaining the reason New Zealand, uh, New Zealand's not on the map. Oh, not again, <laughs> is because often New Zealand is left off actual maps. 
because it's just right there next to Australia. <laughs> and it's a thing that kind of super makes uh, the Kiwis angry. Oh, So thanks for letting us know that. And lastly, Uh-oh. and most importantly. It, it has to be for felt markers. It has to be markers. If you're trying to create your own rug island, check out Rugs for Less Australia in Kapalaba, Queensland. They design and port multiple different types of rugs. Animal print rugs, kid rugs, bath mats, shag, and so much more. Rugs, the number four, less, dot com, dot au. Goodness golly. Again, thank you so much. We have, a, we have an outro. We do uh, gotta be done. So, hey, this has been fun. Want to record 73 more hours of this podcast? Or does it gotta be done? It's gotta be done. Gotta be done. Gotta be done.